Parks Magic for One is a podcast for all solo Walt Disney World travelers. We'll chat about my trips to the parks, discuss important considerations as a solo traveler, and share resources and tips for your next visit. Make sure you follow Parks Magic for One on your preferred podcast service and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW. Finally, check us out at parksmagicforone.life for links to podcast episodes as well as other exclusive resources to help plan your next trip to the most magical place on earth. Welcome to Parks Magic for One, episode 43. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW and visit parksmagicforone.life for episode listings and other great content. Of course, all opinions expressed are my own and Parks Magic for One is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by the Walt Disney Company. Hi everybody, this is Eric. Uh, welcome back if you're uh, just uh, enjoying this episode right after 42. Uh, if it's been a while and you're just rejoining me for the most recent episode, welcome back. It has been a while since I have uh, been uh, in the uh, episode producing business. Uh, about uh, three or four weeks, I kind of let go. Um, didn't really have a lot to talk about. Uh, I have been in the process of planning a Thanksgiving week trip and uh, the last series of episodes uh, that started uh, toward the beginning of May uh, we're really all about um, that process and doing some solo trip real-time planning. Uh, and so uh, feel free to go back and listen to those. They started about episode 36 or 37 um, and take you up through episode 41. And those are all about planning the way I I plan for a Disney vacation, the things that I think about, um, and the the ways that I kind of stay, uh, stay organized, um, keep myself organized. Um, got a lot of traction, especially in the last few days. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping that people are maybe starting to um, think a little bit forward about uh, returning to Disney. Um, like I said in episode 42, there's still a lot of uncertainty in a lot of different ways around returning to theme parks in general. Uh, and uh, the Florida parks in particular. And so all of this is, uh, is you know, said with the um, highest degree of uh, flexibility, and uh, we'll all just kind of see what happens together. Uh, in addition, uh, the way I ended episode 42, I'll go ahead and start this one, um, just to say that there are, of course, a lot of things going on in the world right now um, that uh, provide people with a lot of stress and a lot of, um, uh, a lot of, uh, really serious um, thinking that has to be done right now. And it's important uh, to realize that, you know, when you come to a space like this where we're talking about Disney and Disney vacations, um, I'm, I'm doing this and I think most other Disney folks do this um, as, as an outlet, as a way to uh, kind of return at least uh, virtually to our happy places. And um, it's good for all of our mental health, I think, to, to do that and to have um, a space where we can spend, you know, outside of the 24-hour news cycle and social media, uh, although you're listening to this podcast, so I guess that's kind of social media, but, um, you know, to kind of kind of back away from things for a while. And I know that that is um, certainly how I view this podcast for myself. 
Um, I, I, uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about a lot of the things going on in the world. And um, it's just nice every once in a while to be able to pull back away from that and, um, and focus my attention on something else temporarily. So, uh, you know, any, anything that we talk about in terms of not being able to, to take Disney vacations or, you know, there being challenges uh, or problems, uh, you know, taking a, a vacation, um, you know, it's not, not to minimize anything else going on in the world. It's just to say, you know, we need, we need some other things to think about and to, um, to keep ourselves healthy and happy. And I think it's important that everyone does that. So uh, with that, here we go. So the purpose of this episode is really to, to focus in on part of what I talked about in episode 42. Um, it's a, episode 42 is a relatively short one. I, if you have uh, 15, 20 minutes, I'd go back and listen to it just for some context. But uh, the, the, quick, the quick review is that I have had this... Um, well, I, I started with a, a reservation in mid-May, a resort reservation at uh, Disney World, and I'm a solo traveler, and so making decisions uh, about my trips is entirely up to me. Um, and uh, of course, the parks were closed, and so I didn't have much of a choice but to um, to reschedule. I didn't want to cancel. Um, I always like having a Disney vacation on the calendar somewhere, even if it's a ways down the road. Uh, and so I went ahead and rescheduled for Thanksgiving of 2020. Um, the reservation as it stands right now is at Pop Century uh, for uh, the week of Thanksgiving, coming in the weekend before, leaving the weekend after. And it's, uh, it's been a, an interesting process. Of course, um, you know, I had some uh, dining reservations made before they canceled them all. And um, I, just like everybody else, kind of sat um, and, and watched things unfold with the park reservation system. And, uh, and so uh, there, there was a lot of, a lot of uncertainty um, over the last you know, couple of weeks about, about trips in general. And I know some people have decided to cancel trips and, and just you know, put them off until 2021 or, or whenever uh, they feel safe. I'm certainly not saying that I'm guaranteeing that I'm going to be down there over Thanksgiving. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of um, you know uncertain parts to this to this decision, and so um, right now I'm planning on going, but we'll we'll see what happens. So focusing in on a, a part of the process, um, I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about my experience with um, really it's not just the park reservation system because a lot of people are talking about that right now. Um, but it was a combination of the park reservation system and my annual pass. Um, I, I, I have, for, for a long time, solo trips and otherwise, I, I have done everything separate. I'm not a package kind of guy. Um, I, I, I've, I've done the math, and for me, a, a package with tickets and, and maybe dining, uh, maybe not, uh, it, it doesn't make financial sense for me. And so I do all of my stuff separately. And so I had my, my um, resort reservation. And uh, I've been an annual pass holder now for this will be going on three years. And uh, I, I've always felt like I've gotten um, good use out of my annual pass. The first two years, well, let's see, the first year I think I went four times. Um, the second year, I th th well, no, that's not entirely true. So... Um, the first year, I think I went five times, actually. Uh, the second year, I only went twice. 
um, my renewal date was in July. And I went down uh, over Thanksgiving of 2019, which I have a podcast series about if you're interested. And then I went back at the end of January, beginning of February of 2020, kind of right before all of this, this uh, public health stuff started. And, uh, and so I've really only gotten two uses out of that um, annual pass this year, which is actually okay for me. Um, I, my two is the minimum. Um, while a, a platinum pass, is, which is what I have, um, is expensive, um, two visits, uh, two trips down there, um, plus all of the discounts that you get, um, uh, you know, memory maker that's, that's built into it. I feel like I'm, 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 I'm breaking even with two trips. Uh, if I can get more than that, fantastic. So, um, so I, I was anxious to, to go down again, uh, and, and get a third trip in, in May, um, knowing that, you know, I, I, I may not be able to, you know, after that. Um, and I wasn't sure about renewing in July, um, anyway, but, um, so, so going into this, so I had to, I had to cancel my May trip, made it for Thanksgiving. Okay. So then all of this, uh, annual pass extension stuff happened, right? And Disney said, okay, we're going to, um, extend your annual pass for the length of closure, park closure. Uh, that ended up being just about exactly four months. Okay. It was like a hundred and 114 days, I think, something like that. And so, um, so that happened um, just a couple, uh, a few weeks ago, probably, is when I saw that update uh, on my, my annual pass. Shortly after that happened, then they came out and said, well, you know, we, we realize that you're also not getting some of the benefits of your annual pass. And so we're going to give you an extra month. But we're not going to do that until October. So I did the math, and during this whole closure, I'm thinking, okay, depending on when they open, my annual pass may or may not be extended through my trip on, uh, around Thanksgiving. And sure enough, if you tack on 114 days to my, my previous original um, expiration date of sometime in July, you end up with about six days before my Thanksgiving trip was going to start, of course. So, so now the question is, and, and of course, all of this is, I'm doing all this thinking around the time that Disney is rolling out all of these new rules and regulations and processes. And if you have this kind of pass, you do this. If you have this kind of pass, you do this. You can't do this until this date. And all this kind of stuff, right? So I'm trying to keep track of things and not get too worked up about it because I'm not that kind of person. But I was getting a little stressed. So here was here was my difficulty. Um, the difficulty is that now the uh, the um, uh, window for booking dining and fast passes is 60 days. Okay. 60 days from the beginning of my trip would put me right at the end of September, okay, about the third, third into the fourth week of September. Okay, um, my annual pass was supposed to expire with the four-month extension um, about the very smack dab middle of November. You can't renew an annual pass uh, until you're 60 days before your, um, your date. 
Okay, so that means that I could have renewed my annual pass um, mid-September, and then I could have made my 60-day um, uh, things uh, in uh, around the end of September, right? And I could have done my fast pass and my dining reservations. Okay, so I could have done that, okay? And, and life would have gone on. My problem though, and it was it was sort of um, it was sort of uh, <laughs> I don't know it it was it didn't seem fair to me. And here's what didn't seem fair. What didn't seem fair was that if you were if you were anybody, okay, let's say you didn't have an annual pass, you didn't have a reservation, nothing, you could have jumped online um, in the last day or two, or maybe it's tomorrow. I don't remember. You could have jumped online, made a reservation, a resort reservation for the week of Thanksgiving, bought your tickets either separately or as part of a package for that week, and then you could have made your park pass, um, your park reservations as well. I couldn't have made my park reservations until I had a valid annual pass for the actual time of my trip. Okay, you with me? And I couldn't have gotten an annual pass for the actual time of my trip until I could renew, which was mid-September. So that means that between like now-ish and the middle of September, there are a ton of people who could have made park reservations for the week that I'm there, and I'm sitting here not being able to do anything because I don't have a valid park admission during my trip. So I'm, I'm trying to think of all of the ways to play this. Um, and and I'm, I'm trying to think, okay, so maybe I just wait, right? Maybe I just wait and maybe 60 days out um, will be enough. And maybe I'll be able to make park reservations and it won't be a, a, a problem. Everything will be fine. The other side of that is there may not be any park reservations available <laughs> when I can finally do it in mid-September for the week of Thanksgiving. And then what do I have? I have a hotel reservation and an annual pass, except I can't get in any parks when I'm down there. So this was a this was the conundrum for about three or four days. And you know, I I went, I racked my brain um, and you know, trying to think, okay, well, let's see, what if I take the buyout for my um, annual pass and then just buy another one? Well, the problem was the window for the buyout ended about three weeks ago. So after it got extended um, by those, those four months, then you couldn't do anything about it. Okay, so that option was out. Um, I thought, okay, well, I wonder if I could just buy another annual pass. You know, would they let me do that? Um, not necessarily renew, but just buy another one. And so I'd kind of have like two at the same time, but at least I'd be able to make my park reservations for my trip. And then I'm like, well, that's a lot of money if I don't end up going in in November, first of all. Um, and plus, it doesn't seem like I should have to do that. So um, I I really struggled with all of this for about a week or so. Um, well, I say really struggled. I mean, I thought about it periodically, right? <clears throat> Not like I spent eight hours a day thinking about it. But 
Um, you know, I'd go into the Disney website where, you know, all the, with all the fine print about how they're handling things and dates and times. And I, I couldn't find anything that made me feel like, oh, okay, I'm going to be okay because here they say this. Um, everything I read said you can't make a park reservation without a hotel stay, or at least on, on the date that I wanted to, and a valid park admission. Um, and there was no way I would have a valid park admission, regardless of whether I had a hotel or not, until the middle of September. So, um, you know, I even toyed with moving my trip. Okay, well, do I take my trip and do I move it to the first week in November? Um, that way my annual pass would, would cover it. Um, and, and, you know, with, with the one-month extension, um, well, no, at that point it wouldn't matter because I would have had a new one because I would have renewed. But that didn't seem logical to me either. Um, you know, if anything, I can see having to push this trip back anyway. Um, and so moving it forward really didn't make any sense to me. Um, so there was there was this back and forth. So finally, I thought, okay, I'm just I'm just going to start involving um, customer service here um, because I hadn't done that at all. So I, I want to preface all this by saying that I had nothing but great experiences with the Disney cast members that I talked to. Uh, they were all extremely helpful. They were all um, empathetic to my situation. And they did the very best they could to, to answer my questions as best they could. Um, so the first phone call, if I can remember these in order... The first phone call um, was just to a, a, a general cast member um, with Disney Travel. And uh, I put the situation out there, um, and, and, and he or she, I don't remember, uh, they, they understood the situation. Um, they said, um, honestly, you're probably going to need to talk to our annual pass holder um, cast members, uh, a customer service person, and um and so they did some transferring i ended up with one of them and, and granted all of these phone calls are like multiple hours right because everybody's having questions everybody's having problems um accessing the system you know making sure they're doing the right thing and and all this so so these are multiple hour phone call and and waiting times that that i'm talking about here so um, in that first phone call, eventually I am transferred to um, an annual pass holder um, or a pass holder um, cast member. And uh, they, they do their very best to give me an, an answer. It wasn't the answer that I wanted, <laughs> um, but it was the only answer they could give me, which is, I'm sorry, but at this time you need a valid park um, admission to make a resort reservation and this is like one of the first couple of days that this whole reservation system came out and so the the cast member was really upfront with me about hey um you know i i just reading about this now i'm trying to get smart about it um i've talked to some people before my shift and you know whatever um they have a, a board where they keep questions apparently and he said your situation your question is up there many times um, because you're not the only person in this situation. But he said, right now, we just don't have a, a, a different answer for you. So uh, I, I lived with that for about 24 hours. 
And again, you know, go back to the drawing board and in my head, okay, what are my options here? Am I, am I forgetting an option? Am I, am I, you know, not thinking about something? Could I, I could just tack on regular park tickets to my, to my reservation. Well, you couldn't do that at the time because they weren't selling park tickets for 2020. <laughs> so, um, so I lived with it for about 24 hours and, uh, I was just hanging out doing something and, um, remembered that there's a new chat feature in the My Disney Experience app. And I thought, okay, well, at least this way I don't have to sit on the phone, right, on hold. Even though I really like some of the hold music, they've got like uh, uh, retro Epcot stuff on there. It's actually very good, but not when you listen to it for an hour and a half. Um, and so I thought, okay, I'll try the app and see what happens. And so um, I did the app. I had a great experience with that app. And I don't, I don't know if you've used it or not, but I thought it worked really, really well. Um, the cast member comes on and, you know, asks the situation. And I do my very best to take this whole problem that I'm having and condense it down into, you know, about two sentences in a, in a chat text format. And um, they were very nice and said, yep, I understand the situation. Let's take a look at your account, all that kind of stuff. And um, about three or four back and forths and landed in the same place that I did with the, the pass holder cast member the day before, uh, saying everything I'm seeing says you have to have a valid park admission. And, um, and she said, but, and, and this is where things started to, to turn, to change, because I think even 24 hours after all of this came out, I think they were starting to realize there were some issues and they started to address those issues. Um, and she said, but she said, um, cause, cause I said, I said, well, I can't renew. Right. And she said, I forget exactly what the words were that she used, but I thought, okay, there's a window there, uh, that wasn't mentioned yesterday. And, um, I said, I, I, something in my text about, okay, can, can we explore that a little bit more? And she said, um, yes, but, uh, I need to have you talk to, um, a pass holder, uh, rep. And, um, so through the text, through the messaging thing, she sends me a, a form to fill out an, an, uh, electronic form. And it's essentially a callback form. Um, there was nothing in there about my problem or anything. It just said, Hey, I, I want to call back. Um, and that was it. So I submitted the form. Um, I told her or him, I forget what it was, I think it was her. Um, thank you. And it wasn't, it was maybe three or four minutes. And I had a phone call on my phone from Disney travel. So, uh, so I, I picked it up. And the person, um, uh, it was a, it was a pass holder cast member representative. And, um, they said, uh, we understand the problem that you're having. And, um, and they said, is there anything else you, you need us to know? Uh, they, they kind of explained it in their words. And, and I said, no, I said, I think, I think that's it. I said, I'm just, um, you know, I said, I don't want to say that what's happening is unfair, but I said, it just doesn't seem okay that as a as a current annual pass holder and a person who's had a resort reservation now for you know eight months even though it got changed that someone else who who just comes in you know now should have priority over those park reservations um and 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 they said we understand um and it's been brought to our attention several times 
Um, and they said, um, can you give me your resort reservation? So I did. Um, and uh, they said, okay, uh, we'll be right back. And it probably wasn't, wasn't a minute, maybe. And they said, all right, we've extended your annual pass uh, through the end of your vacation. And is there anything else we can do for you today? <laughs> and, and at that point, I was, you know, I was almost giddy, right? Um, thinking, holy cow, that, that's amazing. And I was, I kind of was at a loss for words. And I'm sure this, you know, I'm sure this call center person's thinking, okay, I just need to get on to the next person here. But I, I just kind of paused and I said, no, I said, that's kind of amazing. And uh, she, she kind of went into a little thing about, you know, we, we understand that there are problems, you know, they're going to arise with things like this. And she said, it's, um, she said, it's our job to, to do the best we can to, to make your vacation the best it can be or something along those lines. And uh, even now I'm getting emotional about it. And uh, I said, you know, I said, that's, that's amazing. Um, I said, thank you very much. And, uh, and she, you know, said, hey, have a magical day. If you want to stay online for the survey, go for it. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the, obviously in that 24 hours, um, the, the, the pass holder team had realized the issue and had come up with a solution. Um, and in my estimation, a really, really fair one, um, because they didn't, they don't have to do that. Um, you know, there could have been some other thing where, you know, you, you pay to extend it for a month or something like that, uh, which I would have been able or would have been willing to do. But, um, I went in, uh, and just a couple minutes later, looked on my Disney experience app and sure enough, the expiration date, uh, of my pass had, uh, had been extended. So, you know, obviously when situations like this come up, um, you know, especially for Disney and cast members, there's no promise that, um, you know, anything, you know, you know, they, they're not going to do it for everybody necessarily, but, um, I'm guessing that they, they probably do it for, um, for the majority of folks who are in the same situation and bring it to their attention. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I, I really had a great experience. Um, I did go ahead and, you know, do a Twitter cast uh, compliment to the pass holder team and to the ticket services folks, um, because they're actually the ones who, who, um, ended up, uh, making that, uh, that change for me. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, it's all about being nice. Um, you know, I didn't yell at them. I didn't do any of those kinds of things. Um, it's about being nice. It's about being patient and, um, you know, doing the best you can to, um, to understand the position that, that they're in, in, in any service uh, field, right? You know, whether it's retail or food or, um, you know, hotel, whatever it happens to be. Um, these kind of situations come up and, and getting angry about it um, with the, the representative just doesn't do any good. So, um, yeah, so that's my, uh, my really detailed account of, of, of what happened. So, you know, the way things stand right now, um, I have my hotel reservation. I have my annual pass through um, the end of November. And I have um, a uh, park reservation for each day that I am uh, that I'm there. So 
the uh, that, that process was a little bit daunting for me to make that decision. Um, I'm very much a park hopper. Uh, it's not uncommon for me to land in three parks on a day when I'm on vacation. And so it was it was um, difficult. And I don't know how it's actually going to play out when I'm there um, because I'm, I'm not a morning to night kind of park person. I need to go back to the hotel or, you know, go to Disney Springs or something um, just to get out of the parks for a while. And so, which I can still do, I'll just go back to the same park, right? Um, and so making those reservations was um, was a little daunting. Uh, the, you know, the caveat to making the reservations is that you can't modify them at this point. Um, you have to cancel and then go back and rebook. And of course, when you, um, when you cancel, then there's always the possibility that there isn't another one available or the one you want anyway. Um, you can go into the system and, and see what's available though beforehand, so you can be fairly confident. But um, yeah, I don't anticipate making any changes. So as far as my days were concerned, um, I ended up choosing uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot uh, to go back to twice. So I did two days in each of those parks, and then I did one day in Hollywood Studios and one day in Animal Kingdom, uh, which is usually enough for me on a, a typical trip anyway. So... Um, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. Like I said earlier, you know, um, maybe I go, maybe I don't. Um, it's just going to depend on the public health situation and my comfort level with things at the time. Um, I will definitely wait until at least September to, um, uh, you know, to make any airfare reservations or airline reservations or anything. But um, the, the weight of knowing that I'll be able to get into a park during each day of my trip at least that's off my shoulders. Um, and so then I can, you know, kind of let things go and, and see how things play out. Um, but that was my concern, right? Is, I mean, and I wouldn't have gone, obviously. I'm not going to go down there and sit in a hotel room for six days. Um, and, and so, you know, not knowing if I would have been able to get a reservation, a park reservation, uh, while I'm down there, it just wasn't wasn't a good a good situation, and obviously Disney recognized that. So, um, I do have uh, another trip potentially on the horizon for um, next late next winter, uh, early spring, and so that one will be a little bit different. Um, that one, as I've done in the past, um, the la- last couple of years, um, will be with my dad, and uh, I uh, we've talked a little bit about you know starting to make some plans, maybe making a resort reservation just to have one. Um, and, uh, and get the park reservations made so that we have those. But, um, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's older. Um, and, uh, you know, we really want to be, be sure that, um, safety wise and health wise, um, that it's a smart thing to do. So we're, we're waiting a little bit until we make any plans and kind of see how things go once parks open up and kind of see what the experience is. Um, we actually just talked today and both of us agree that, uh, you know, fireworks and parades and character meets, um, that's, we, we don't necessarily care about those things anyway, honestly. Um, you know, we're there for the attractions. We're there for the, um, for the food, for the dining, um, you know, and, and just to, to spend time together. And so, um, it doesn't, it doesn't bother us. I don't think that those other things are maybe not going to be there. Um, for us. And so we're, we're kind of okay with a different experience for now. Um, so yeah, we'll just kind of see how that plays out. And um, if or when I start making that trip, I will certainly um, 
you know, certainly include uh, the podcast in, in that process and see how it goes. So, um, yeah, I, I really want to thank you for hanging in there. Um, it's been 30 minutes of me talking about, uh, about a 36 hour time period a couple days ago. Um, and, uh, hopefully, but hopefully, you know, hopefully it's been, um, good just, you know, to kind of hear somebody else think through the challenges and, um, you know, how, how they ended up being addressed. I get it. I'm, I, I'm lucky in how it turned out. Um, you know, I, I could be in the situation where I, I don't, I can't do anything until September. And I fully realize that. So, um, huge shout out to, um, Disney travel and, um, uh, ticket services, folks, pass holder uh, representatives, um, for, for them, uh, adding a little magic to the trip, right? It's what they do. So, um, in any event, um, I want to thank you for listening today. Remember to visit parksmagicforone.life. Uh, it's the website where you can find all of the episodes um, in a nice organized fashion. So if there's just one topic that you really want to to hear my perspective on, you should be able to find it fairly easily if you go to parksmagicforone.life slash podcast. And make sure you subscribe to Parks Magic for One, the podcast, wherever you listen, including Anchor FM, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, or Radio Public. Thank you so much for listening to today. The next podcast will come out sometime next week, so keep watching social media, and uh, I'll let you know when that is. This is Eric Hall. Take care, friends, and go make some magic for yourself.